I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hey, mamas, welcome to another episode of the podcast. If you follow me over on Instagram, you already know I've been a little bit bouncing off the walls about the recent very happy news about our new vice president, who's a woman and a woman of color and so inspiring and powerful. I am so excited about this and I have all of the girl power memes in my Instagram stories. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you definitely should. I share a lot of personal stuff in my stories and really great content in the feed. I'm at Samantha HMS. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. This is something that I notice really trips up a lot of my clients and is something that I think we all face at particular phases of our business. I don't think that anyone is really immune to this. I think that um, it is just a really common problem. So this is the problem of comparison. A lot of you may be familiar with the phrase compare and despair. And this is a behavior that people do when they start comparing themselves to others and then despairing and feeling horrible about themselves. Usually when you hear that phrase, you're like, oh, yep, I know exactly when I've done that. So I think most likely all of you are thinking right now of a particular time when you have done this. A lot of times it happens on social media. I also see it come up in group coaching. So um, I run two groups, Mama to CEO and my mastermind. I am a part of a mastermind and I see it coming up in all of those different situations that somebody else is winning or succeeding and you feel like crap about it. So I really want to talk about comparison today. I want to shed some light on what's going on in your mind, what this cycle is really rooted in and what you can be doing instead. Because ultimately, what happens when you are in this compare and despair cycle is that you then don't take action in your business to create the results that you want. So we might be scrolling social media and we see that Susie has just made 100K and then the thought that you have when you see that might be, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be able to do that. I'm not as good as her. Who knows? Something like that. You're going to feel discouraged, despair, hopeless, who knows what, right? Negative feelings, frustrated. It could be anything. What you're going to do is then not take action towards your goals and creating the results you want in your business. So I want to help you to stop this comparison cycle in its tracks 
But first we need to get some of the backstory. So I actually decided to look up some definitions this week. You probably know by now that I have this little mantra. If you're going to use something against yourself, you need to define it. So I decided to look up a couple different words. And the first one is comparison. And I found this really, really interesting because it is so neutral. So the definition of comparison is a consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. So you could be comparing yourself to Susie and seeing Susie made 100K and then looking for everything that is similar between you and Susie to use her success as evidence for yours. This is the mental shift I encourage you all to do. If you are going to compare, let your comparison be looking for similarities. Don't let your comparison be looking at ways that you are different because that's going to be propping up your belief that you can't do it. That's going to be feeding your doubt. So as we think about comparing ourselves to others, it's rooted in this. Essentially, we're making someone else's business, someone else's results, someone else's success mean something about us. It probably doesn't. <laughs> probably Susie's success means nothing about you. You're also looking for evidence to prove that you have a belief that's right. Our brains are wired to look for reasons to prove ourselves right. That is what our brains are always doing. And the things that it's wanting to prove right are not our little seeds of hope that we could build a business. It's our doubts that we could never do it. We're looking for evidence to prove that we're right about our limiting self-thoughts, those negative self-stories we have, that we can't do it, that we're not capable, that no one wants to work with us, that we don't have value, blah, blah, blah. And about our worldview, that only a few can win. And I don't know if you are conscious of having this thought, but I was listening to another podcast recently and this idea came to my mind, this idea that only a few people can win and that we're all kind of battling it out for the top spots. This is something that is wired in a lot of us to think is true and it's not true. And I want you to kind of imagine when I was planning out this episode, I had the mental image of this challenge that I saw on Survivor, the TV show, where everyone on the team was in the water and they had this like platform that was pretty small and like, I don't know, maybe like two feet by two feet that they had to get up on and their team had like 10 people or something. And they had to all have their feet on or above that platform. And I remember looking at it and just thinking like, they are not all going to fit. <laughs> How is that going to work? And I think it's kind of a similar mental image that we have about success. 
in, in our businesses and being the top in your industry or being, um, you know, a six figure earner, seven figure earner, whatever your goal is, we kind of have this idea that there's a limited amount of space or a limited number of spots. So we're picturing it like that small platform on Survivor where a few people are going to be able to be up top. Everyone else is going to be on the bottom in the water. And that's not true. There's actually no limit to how many of us can earn six figures, how many of us can become millionaires. There is not a limit. All right. So that is really going to help you now when you see other people's success and you remember there, there is not a limit. Her success doesn't mean that I can't have success. It means I can. It's another piece of evidence that I can because there's not a limited number of spots. Here's the truth. Business is not a competition. This is another thing that we're all taught. We're taught business is a competition. We're taught that we have competitors and we have to compete. It's not true. Yes, each individual client is going to decide, do they want to hire you or do they want to hire Susie? With each one of those individual clients or customers, they are making a choice between you and someone else. But there's enough customers and clients in the world for all of us. This isn't a limited thing. And if it ever became a limited thing, if you picked a niche where suddenly there wasn't demand for that anymore, you could choose a different business. There is always success available to you. So I wanted to also define competition because I, I found that there were some similarities to comparison and competition as it relates to business. And I wanted to be crystal clear about both of these topics. So the definition of competition is to strive to gain or win something by defeating or establishing superiority over others who are trying to do the same. Now, when you hear me say business isn't a competition and you hear that definition of competition, what comes up? I want you all to really think about this. Do you want to be in business to defeat and establish superiority uh, over others who are trying to do the same? I don't. So I reject the idea that I have competitors. I reject the idea that business is a competition. I reject the idea that I have to compete. I just decide no, I'm opting out of that narrative, of that way of looking at business. And the only person that I choose to compare myself to intentionally, of course, my brain offers some unintentional comparison. The only person that I choose to compare myself with and compete with is myself. I like to compare myself and compete with my past self, my past wins, and always raising the bar for myself, always defeating my prior records, always going beyond, always becoming better. And it feels so much better 
It's so much healthier and there's so much freedom in just running your own race and focusing on your own wins and cheering for all of your friends and all of your acquaintances and colleagues who are winning and using that as evidence that there's room for you too. Other people and their success in their business and the wins that they have are completely neutral. They mean nothing about you. So with that being true, you get to decide how do you want to feel when you see her winning, when you, when you see her succeeding and hitting her goals, how do you want to feel? You get to choose that and create that in yourself. One of my favorite, favorite thoughts is her success is totally irrelevant to my business. I love thinking she's irrelevant (laughs) or that's irrelevant. The only thing that's relevant is me and what I've done in the past and what I plan to do in the future and what I'm doing right now because I'm in my own lane. All right, mamas, there is room for all of us. You are welcome here. See you next week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 